Welcome back, back to Potty, Potty Talk, Talk, the podcast where we shit talk, talk ourselves. ourselves. I'm Jack. And I'm Tor. And today we have a very special return episode all themed around the one and only Torchella event. Tor, what is Torchella? Well, first, can I just start by saying that we finally sound like we're on a podcast because it only took us 59 episodes to actually bring you quality sound. Everyone, and I'm so sorry for that. Everyone that was commenting saying they were going to miss us on our little mini hiatus. I hope you are happy with this return. You're going to be said, thrilled. We said we would come back better than ever. And look, we have real podcast mics. <laughs> real mics and real merch. So we're just coming in hot. We told you, better than ever. We Let's have- roll the intro. intro now because we don't have the fun facts i know but i i said on the podcast i made the announcement we're never going back to that and i i really did mean what i what i said i'm kind of sad about it but there's just so much to dive into let's just talk about the event that is torchella your birthday weekend yeah we've been back for what two weeks now a week and a half a week and a half i still have the bug bite scars on my legs oh my to God, prove they it do look like scars yeah I what hope, are you gonna do i don't know i hope they heal i was so attacked viciously while being out in the wild I've never, I I don't even want to insert a picture because I don't even want to expose my swollen, disgusting feet on the internet, but I was unwell. It's weird also because it wasn't consistent. It's half the group got bitten alive and then myself included did not. Like there was like five of us that were. Well, I think there is more of an actual connection. I think the people that (laughs) laid outside for six hours watching (laughs) shooting stars up to the wee hours of the morning all got maliciously attacked. But then the people who were more reasonable like you who went inside upon nightfall. True, You guys were fine. I understand. Yeah, well, we were kind of keeping track of just the hilarity that was ensuing over the week. And so we've written things down. Well, Jacqueline has at least kept track of some of the things. It was a four-day extravaganza. And I swear to God, every hour, something just either hilarious, horrible, <laughs> like so many podcast-worthy moments that I was like, we need to share this on the pod happened. So we knew that our return episode had to be all around Torchella because your birthday weekend has truly turned into an event that even now... The brand awareness I was going to say, shocking. passerbys know what this is. We will get into it at paparazzi experience towards the end. But I think we should go in chronological order and yes, start off... At the beginning. We were heading to Prince Edward County. It was a new venue for your birthday weekend. You yes. had to keep it very small and exclusive to follow, obviously, COVID guidelines. It was pretty much just your family and like, what, three or four friends? Yeah. And we arrived and it's like this, what, not abandoned church, this redone church that has definitely some like energy to it. Well, they've done a really good job. They basically last year took this, yeah, church, like an original standing church and then transformed it into a Airbnb, but with like really nice finishes. It's really well kept and it's pretty and aesthetic and all these things. And, but then it's weird because it is a church. So then they kept all of those very interesting little quirks about it. Like there was literally a confessions booth, which, um, I don't think I need to explain that. I think everyone knows why they would go into a confessions booth if they went to church. But is it, it called a confessions booth or a confessional? Didn't it say confessions on it? Yeah. Is it, is it called a confessional though? I actually don't know. I clearly I've never been to church. Okay, so we're I not the ones. I've been to that. That house. was your first experience <laughs> at church. Was this? I've been to that house, um, but no, it was just very funny because they kind of were like they had a play on the whole idea that totally. it was like sinners welcome. Like it wasn't yeah. actually trying to be 
anything that it wasn't. I don't know. I can't really explain. No, it, it was incredibly done. It was also hilarious because, well, let, let's explain the rooming situation because True. the main part of the church, they had just installed AC. We're in like the dead of August. Like it's hot out. True. So you were in the main part of the church, this beautiful, like it was like not the overhang of the church, but apparently like where the organ would go. Someone said that that's Megan was very, <laughs> very about, oh, this is that's where, this where she go. was sleeping, where the organ where would she go. Were the, one of them. Yeah. Cause I thought she oh, was in the pulpit. Was where, you're right, you're right. I was, <laughs> was where the, the organ would go. <laughs> Is that what that Again, was? never been to church. I don't, I don't know. even know if it's called a pulpit, but I feel like I heard her say water veg in pulpit about 500 times over those four <gasps> oh, days. funny. So our friend Megan Taylor, who is Irish, and she's been on the pod, um, we call her exclusively by her full name. She <laughs> got the pulpit, question mark? Is that what it's called? <laughs> The other I wish I could room. help us here. I cannot. But what was interesting about her room is that it was a direct, like, straight upwards climbing ladder to get in. Like, it yes. wasn't like there were stairs. It was a very, I would say, it was very dramatic. Entrance. Like, you know, you know, when you're um, a kid at sleepover camp and you have to like climb like up bed. the vertical ladder. Yes, that's yes. exactly what it was like. But double the size of what a bunk bed ladder would be. So, like, kind of a bit of a hazard. And then also, when you're up there, there's a, just a giant hole in the floor to get right. back down. So it is like a little. Hmm, it's just shocking. Prone. And yeah. then also she is someone that would go the extra mile and have those extra drinks. So it's like, we first considered, is this the right person yeah, to we send actually, up there? I remember taking her luggage out of there. I climbed up and overhead carried the luggage <laughs> down only to be well, told, no, 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 I want the pulpit. We were literally debating in our head where certain people should sleep depending on how much how inebriated they would be and how far they'd have to go to get to a bed. Like it was all in consideration. She should not have been up there. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> but so that was the main room. And then there was kind of an extension that was built onto the church and that did not have AC those rooms, which I was in one of those rooms. I got my own exclusive room the first night and <laughs> another couple was in the other room. But then what makes it even funnier is there was people that didn't even make it into that part of the house. You had your sister and your brother yes. and your brother-in-law basically in an RV, RV in yeah. the driveway. And that just feels right to me, if I'm honest. I think that... <laughs> did you suggest an RV? Or like, how did that even happen? No, I don't... Uh, I don't really remember. You got invited into the real house. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't as deliberate as that, but it was sort of a conversation of, hey guys, I really want you to come, but I'm on such like tight, um, you know, sort of invite lists because of COVID and because of the size of this house, but I really want you guys to come. And jokingly, I think my sister was like, oh John and I can just get an RV and I honestly truly and honestly thought she was kidding but and it makes so much she sense. wasn't kidding at all and they literally rode up in the RV my brother came for his first Torchella he loved it um, so the three of them stayed in this RV. And I have to say, throughout the nights, the RV became an integral part of the experience. And it the was stories, it's true. A great viewing shooting star area. Well, Your sister got concussed at one point from the RV. Yeah, you guys, you, it's funny that you actually manifested that because remember like a month and a half ago, you were like, <laughs> I just feel like the RV is going to have its own moment. Yeah, and, then, and it did. And then it did. So it I just feel feels like, like you, a good, knew, you knew I, that it was going to get a bit of love. I did. Now this year we also had to take Torchella, of course, to the next level because you all know Tori. She is the most extra and she deserves <laughs> the most elevated experience. Oh, thank you. And last year we had our first iteration of merch I would say we had yes. a couple of tie-dye t-shirts but it was setting the bar at a low standard we knew we could 
expand and get better. So this year, Megan and our friend Mackenzie, who is our resident bartender of Potty Talk After Dark, <laughs> decided to up it and we wanted crew necks and we wanted to personalize them. Which I have to say, they did a fabulous job. If you're watching the YouTube uh, video, video, you'll be able to see. But it's weird. Jacqueline clearly mine? washed hers too many times or something because mine is way darker than well, hers. Well, you know what? We had like a seniority list of like whose Getting sweaters what? we did first, kind uh. of. Because, well, we ended up ordering, since tie-dye is such a huge thing over quarantine, it yeah. was kind of hard to get our hands on the proper tie-dye colors. We knew we wanted to do pinks for you and orange. Like, that's very just yeah. the Torchella spirit, right? So they were I like that it was the same colors as, as last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah. We were thinking maybe doing... Or the- did you guys just have that left over in oh, the closet? God. No, no, no. Oh. We, like, could it, it was hard for us to find the <laughs> tie-dye totally colors. <laughs> and anyway, so then we had ordered some, but then we realized, oh, crap, we might not have enough dye, actually. Like, oh, midway, yes. I, was doing I was like, I don't think we have enough. So we're like, okay, we have to go in order of, like, who is the most priority? Oh so we God. did yours first, and I spent the most time doing yours because, like, obviously yours had to come out the best. Oh, nice. And I would have to say, yours did come out the best. Thank you. And yours is the most beautiful salmon color. I love it. Mine I love it so could much. use a bit of work, but, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. I just think it's really ridiculous it's on some bad. level that oh. I... <laughs> I'm just cracking my back. I know. That I was I, trying to show the Torchella, oh, but then okay. I ended up going into a deep full body stretch. It's just interesting that there's merch at my birthday party. I think something about that's that not says normal. a lot about exactly. me. That is not <laughs> the the lengths we go for your birthday weekend. The fact that it's even called Torchella. But, but then part of me, or at least I started to think this this year, in in hopes of that this is the truth, because I hope it is. That I hope that it's not that everyone's there just being like, oh my God, we love Tori. I think a lot of it too is just like the experience of the group. It's like the collective like cottage weekend. It's the summer, midsummer vibe. Like as much as I know like it's branded as my birthday, I feel like we could take my birthday out of it and it would still live. You no, know what I mean? I completely agree. I mean, obviously it is your birthday and I think we're all very happy and excited to celebrate your birthday as friends of yours. But I agree, the vibe of- It's just a vibe. Well, independently, I think we were saying this like- Everyone is independently friends yes. and it is just a great friend cottage getaway. So totally. it's just, it's just, it's a kickoff to summer. It, it really, really is. is. Which I is shocking. That's at the end of yeah. <laughs> middle of August. The grand finale to summer. Literally. Maybe. Well, then the funny part of this year was that I was, it got a little zesty with the budget because basically, um, Keith. Yeah. I forgot all about Keith. So I had booked a couple, well, actually it all started when I thought that wine tours were not happening because of COVID. Like I was under the impression that if we went out to the county, we wouldn't necessarily be able to get in anywhere. I didn't really know. And I kind of looked into it clearly lazily because I kind of came up short and thought that we wouldn't be able to get in anywhere. Yeah. But then our friend Megan, who we've now spoken about too many times on Megan this podcast. Megan Taylor, let that be known. Megan Taylor, let that be known. She circled back into my itinerary, my Google Drive. Let's be clear, there was also an itinerary for this weekend. And she started to make edits to the days. And she's like, okay, we're going to Norman Hardy and we're going to... Can I add a little asterisk in yeah. there? Not only is she doing edits, we had... Tori had a rough schedule of like foods because each person is in charge of like a meal. So that way we divide all the responsibility. Right. And... So say I had like a bagel breakfast. I was assigned bagel and toast breakfast. So bring a couple of like avocado spreads, some cream we were cheeses. So whatever. shockingly organized. This so year. that's what my meal is. Then I see there's a revision by Megan Taylor. Eggs Benedict. We're at a cottage weekend. <laughs> I like cannot. what? She's making revisions on my meal. <laughs> so that was just one of the revisions, but that's she hilarious. elevated many of the other things as well. She did. So she basically said she basically put in the itinerary that we had organized all these wineries, which was fantastic. It was like two days of wineries and and kind of touring around the county. But then the issue became, oh no, that means we're going to have to have 
a couple designated drivers. There was about, there was 10 of us, so we could fit in two cars, but that still means two people living in sobriety on to- Torchella weekend, totally. which is a bit shocking. And to be fair, it also was a week, like not a weekend, it was a weekday, so a lot of people took off work for this. Yes, so it kind yes. of sucks if someone couldn't have the full experience. You're right, I should like say that, not just like... make us seem like alcoholics, but yes, you're right. Everyone <laughs> wanted to like have a good time because yeah. there was, and it's a short period of time, like, you know, you want to enjoy it. So I had... Put out a bit of a feeler. Oh, you know anyone? DD. No response. Which is my friend group, which I love. And <laughs> no then one steps up to the plate. no one steps up. And so I was like, okay. And then I was just gonna do it because I was like, I don't care. But then I was like, oh, no one's gonna let me do it. So that means someone's gonna take the L, and they're gonna end up driving. So then I thought to myself, what is the next best move that I make here? So I did a couple, did some research, sent sent some emails. and I landed on this limousine company, and they basically have a what was it like a Mercedes Sprinter, like a sprinter van, van yeah but like sort of like a limo on the inside like not a van like you it was face almost like each a, other like yeah a limo. it was like a sprinter van but then also turned party buses yes I couldn't explain so something like that and I call them and I'm like hi are you available and at first I just asked for my birthday because I thought okay on my birthday everyone will let loose yeah and they said yeah and I said oh great they gave me a quote and then just in the spur of the moment I don't know what came over me but I was like you know what let's just make it two days. Let's just, let's just book you for both days. And so the driver for I Torchella. did. Yeah. So then we had a personal driver named Keith for Torchella and he literally drove us around the County. And I also want to give a shout out to Keith cause he was a fan. I well, will say that's true too. And it was kind of interesting because he, like I never consider myself any level of celebrity, like at all. Like I consider yeah, but myself you don't realize like bottom of the barrel. No, but you also have been on a huge TV show and Yeah, but if there's an A-list to a Z-list, like, I'm like a (laughs) Z-list. No, but you're just being humble. But people obviously do know who you are. Yeah, I don't know why Keith knew who I was. (laughs) But yes, I assume some people know who I am. But it was just kind of funny because he's like, I've never had a celebrity before. And I was like, interesting. He definitely was making it a little, like, he was being sweet. So that's why I feel bad to, like, give any type of negative energy. But it also was hard because it's like, you are... And I think in those moments, like as much as I love attention, I actually love being invisible. Like in those scenarios where it's just like, I want to have fun with my friends. In fact, those are the moments I want to be in- invisible. Exactly. If he's making comments continually about, oh, like yeah. Instagram, or like take a and picture, it's like, oh, or, like, I'm just TV like letting show. loose. Like yeah. this is exactly what I don't want to be like. Well, there, I, it's also like there's a fine line. I think it's like acknowledging, hey, oh my gosh, like my daughter watches your show or whatever the line yeah, is. But for then sure. also it's like not making you feel uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah. Or, yeah. Which is hard. And I get it. Sometimes people. It goes both ways. Get but excited. then it was cute. We stopped for ice cream and then a local like girl recognized me as well. I was just like famous in the county. You I guess. were. <laughs> I don't know, but she was lovely and she. Yeah. Yeah. super nice um but definitely interesting but the long and short of it was we got a driver for the week <laughs> and so he drove us around we lived our best lives and I'm trying to think of like some of the highlights of those days there's way too many I highlights I mean so personally I saw my very first and 26th shooting star I had never seen a shooting star before in my life and apparently Wait, that was the first time you've ever seen a shooting star yep. how did that make you feel it was a it was a big experience for me. That's why I got so excited. I started dancing to WAP by Cardi B and I fell over and have a huge scar on my ankle oh my God, you, gushing blood. The fact that people are gonna have scars from Torchella weekend. Well, I also climbed that tree with John, right? So my arms were quite beat up for a while, but I'm slowly recovering. I'm feeling pretty good was now. Was that night one that you climbed mm, the tree? Yes. yes. So let's talk there about were, night one because that's where things get very blurry for me. Jacqueline <laughs> and I were in an insane dance off. I can't even explain the energy that was coming out of my body. I think we performed for three and a half no, hours. No, it's like I hadn't moved since 1996. <laughs> it was absolutely shocking. 
we were just given the moves like going in like Jagger like I couldn't we explain. were doing also like tricks together like we had an airplane and lift we, at to be point. fair I don't think we've really ever been at that level together maybe it, which is shocking it was it's shocking that all we did when because we always joke whenever I have like a really zesty night Jacqueline's like the sober one and then whenever Jacqueline's having a zesty night I'm the sober one like we never, never aligned, match up yeah. on our like party nights but what's so funny is if that is the night we did align, that all we did was perform for the and crowd we so, for three hours. We were hours. so synchronized. It was actually shocking. Any dance move, we would just... We would just dive right in. <sighs> we woke up with injuries the next day, I, was I will so say. I so sore the next day. Yeah, something about... I mean, there's very much old. so like a country bumpkin in me. It's where I came from, <laughs> my roots, you know. So whenever, like being out in the county just brought it out of me. There was this gorgeous backyard and yeah. the swamp and the lake. And there's this amazing tree. So like, of course... Of course I had to climb it. Of course I had to barrel roll through the fields. Like, I understand. It just, I can't help it sometimes. I'm and, not like that. I don't need to barrel. I feel like I can mm-hmm. enjoy the nature, but from a distance with my cute little satchel and shoes. It's admirable. On. Well, oh my God, that brings me to my story. Well, that kicked off the first night of just the profuse sweating. And I think <laughs> about half of us were experiencing it. And I can't even speak to the full extent because your poor sister and brother and brother-in-law we're in the RV sweating it out right. all evening. It, it was, was just really humid that, that night. first night. Yeah. But all evening, it was just from the dance performances to just the humidity, I was drenched, like <laughs> completely dripping sweat. And then what's really crazy is I was actually freezing on the other side of the house. Well, no, so what happened? It, so it was Stephen and Rebecca and me who were in the the other the extension of the house yeah. that didn't have the AC. We didn't know at this point that the AC didn't work there. So there was also a little like thermostat in that part of the house that you would assume would control the air in those rooms, but no, it oh, actually only operated the in main my room. So, <laughs> so we're I was like freezing. we're dying all night. Like we cannot get to a regular temperature. Like you know when you're in bed, you're sticky. Everything's sticking to you. Oh, like no. we were all just unwell and had been hot all day. Like we haven't had a moment of relief. And again, the performance didn't help like that just intensified my yeah, body I was temperature sweaty that night so we kept like we're dropping down the ac like confused why why are our rooms so hot still and then we find out the next morning you were all freezing in the church because they we were, were only operating our AC. Oh so my you guys God. woke up freezing we were still just dripping and confused and just i'm sorry that was night one but it was a great first night i feel like i had a great rally in me and night one i can't explain something about the first night of any party there's just it, so much build up right it's the best. I can't explain it. Like nothing will feel the same. Well, and I find especially like because of COVID, I had only really seen you and maybe like two other of the friends who were there. Yeah. And the rest, like your family I hadn't seen. So I like kind of been around really, I feel like a proper group of people. Right. So it's just like so fun to like be around all my friends again and like totally. hang out. And so like there was just so much like in energy. Yet, you know? By night two, I was, I am like a baby if I don't get enough sleep. So I took myself to bed pretty early on night two, but I awake and I arise to the sound of Jacqueline. I literally kid you not. She hyenas. <laughs> I can't even explain it. That's the movement you did. It was a hyena I, movement. I also don't think that was me. I think you were I literally you. looked at you and I saw you and I go, Jacqueline, <laughs> I go, I'm so mad. It's two in the morning and her and our other friend, Steven are legitimately gallivanting and hyena around the condo. They had already awoken Meg in the pit. What did you call it? The pulpit. The pulpit. So they've gone up and now they've come to the orchestra's lounge where I'm sleeping and they literally are just waking up the entire house and I they were into the tequila that night and I just knew and I look at Jacqueline and I go, Jacqueline! 
And she literally <laughs> doesn't even turn around. She runs. No, I was army crawling. Okay, so let me preface. This also was the second night of our shooting star experience. Extravaganza. And we found out actually on that day that there was a meteor shower. And that's why those two nights had so many shooting stars. Like it was, I've yeah, literally thought never at first seen... maybe we just were getting no, lucky. People thought I was making this up. So I was out there with Mackenzie and John maybe. And at first I was like, oh my God, a shooting star. And then someone else would see one. And then someone else would. And all of you inside the house who were coming out, you know, every half an hour or so you're like shut up guys you're not seeing that many and then turns out there was a meteor shower so wow. we were not lying we were seeing the most beautiful insane it was like the clearest sky to it was I understand so what you're saying but what I don't understand is how that reflects to you waking up the house at 2:30 mm, okay. in the morning no no so that was just the beginning so we were all very excited <laughs> you know and then we go oh my god let's go to the new viewing station upon the RV so we climb up the RV yeah. and at this point I like Emily was there too and like I heard people were like throwing shoes no no that was John who concussed your sister <laughs> um so no we were all laying on the RV and it was like honestly like it felt like a movie like you're just laying there having a good time watching the shooting stars we were all giggling like it was just like fun it was beautiful out and then I will say some people were definitely having a great time and I heard that the neighbor at one point goes shut the fuck up <laughs> that was actually from the first night we were out making a fire but it's so weird because it was we're also not that loud. loud okay are we? we no we are loud but to be fair the evening that that happened there wasn't even anything going on like that was, it was like you 10 o'clock imagine you're watching beautiful shooting stars and you're like whoa and someone goes shut the fuck that's up. what it was this woman like at the top of her lungs it actually made me feel bad like it sounded like she had strained maybe a vocal cord it was like <laughs> shut the fuck and it was what was so alarming is i feel like i'm fairly all this time it was me hiding in the other bush <laughs> No, and that's the thing. It's like, I feel like I'm fairly self-aware. Like, I know if we're all being idiots or we're being loud. And the thing is, it that's was true. Totally, I'm the same. I'm it very It was totally aware. unwarranted. Like, it was yeah. 1030. Your brother I had just that. made a fire. There was only three of us outside. And I gotta say, I hate that And the so thing much. is, we're also out in the country. Like, the neighbors are quite, like, a ways over. So, like. But maybe that's why. Maybe the sound because it Because it might bounce, right? Like, you might. It bounces off the water. So, it it like actually gets louder. Have you heard that? Like, yeah, but also we weren't on the water. Close enough. <laughs> like, that's how, it, how close do you have to be? Like, I don't know. Like I, walking distance. For I sure. don't know. But the thing is also, I did have don't some empathy to because to be fair, it would be kind of hard. Like the, the place that you would rent it, it's quite known in the area for like being the Airbnb to be at. Right. So you do have some empathy for people that are neighbors that probably are so used to people just coming in and out and partying and being I loud. I yeah. That's so hard. To them, it was our first first night but to them it probably was night 20 of people in the I backyard know. like so it's, it's hard to be a neighbor but also in that moment I had Airbnb. no empathy I was like man yeah. there's a way to go about it one we weren't being loud there was so weird. four of us in the backyard and two it's like one thing to be like guys can you quiet like yeah. I, I don't know it did seem a little like but you I never agree. know I, I try to always be like you don't know what they're dealing with but it true. was a little shocking true I digress we're on the RV rooftop at that point I think maybe John had asked for a beverage from your sister she goes into the house to grab like uh, a beverageino. <laughs> uh, did someone say beverageino? We'll get into that. I that's guess our that's next a whole story. other story. I forgot about that until you. That just was said that. that was in the notes. That's coming up. We've also got stay tuned. Pilot Pete made an appearance. So don't exit the podcast just yet. Oh my god, there's too much. So at that point, we're all laying like so shocked. I think we're on shooting star 36. Everyone else said 24. They, they they were saying I was interpretive counting, which I don't think I was, but whatever. But at this point, anyway, so John was like, hey, can you toss me a drink up? And your sister goes like on gr the ground, like a yeah. story below the RV, basically, throws up a can. And I guess John just 
just swats it down, just swat, Wait, like badminton, just back down, and it like, like so, it like open fist, like basically spike balls a full cold can of whatever, oh, no. and it hit her apparently on the forehead, and like did she not do that. I don't know. I honestly, in that moment, I was not paying attention to that, but later, I she wakes up and she's like, "Ow, my head is so sore." <laughs> John hit a can, like it was just that sucks. poor Paige. This is when I was asleep. So then Jacqueline proceeded. And then, then it goes on. I think at one point, like I was also wide awake at this point. Like I was not ready to go to bed. And it's not that I was like being crazy, but I was just wide awake. I was like, I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm not going to yeah. sleep. And I'm also still a little sweaty. So then I think at <laughs> one point, Stephen had made a comment. He's like, oh, we should go see Megan Taylor. Make sure she's okay in the pulpit. We, right. Cl- <laughs> we, this is when they climbed, we climbed up, up in, the vertical ladder. And I was just, I was army crawling to be respectful, actually. So that way I didn't awake her if she wasn't awakened. Yeah, but they're, okay, let me be clear. This is the most open concept house. So like, <laughs> I can literally see Megan's bed across the way. She can see over to me. Like, it's a church. Like, there's I would no be the rooms. orchestra. She's the pulpit. Like, I can't explain <laughs> it any other way. And there's no room. So literally, you guys even coming into it's, that side of the it's house a loud is nuisance. hilarious that you thought that you were going to army crawl your way out of it. Well, and then the shocking part from what I hear, so we end up kind of gently awaking Megan. We give her a little cuddle. No, that's so untrue. <laughs> the way Megan tells the story is she goes, I literally wake up and they're on me. They're on me. And they're like, We give her a little bear hug and just yeah, give her a little kiss on the do head. Do you know how scary that is at 2.30 <laughs> in the morning? But then apparently what was the most shocking is that Stephen walked. I heard this. These are the vertical stairs. Okay, this is hearsay, (laughs) but I heard that he exited down the stairs head first. As if it was actual stairs. He just walked feet first. We're talking a vertical climb up ladder. He just walked down the other way (laughs) like it was steps and didn't fall, which is like crazy. Yeah. Okay, to be fair, when you guys first told the story the next day, I don't know who told the story. I thought he went head first. No, someone said to me he went down head first and I go, wait, what? That means ladder and then your head is going down. But then really it means foot first facing forward. (laughs) That's what's scarier. Yeah, yeah, that's scarier. Could have died. But I like was shot up immediately I'm a pretty light sleeper <laughs> and I see Megan with like her literal hair covering her face and she's like they just woke me up and then I look and I look down and now I see no. that they're actually trying to come up my stairs to literally Steve, wake me up go- okay so Steven and Adam Tori's boyfriend have a bit of a bromance so Steven goes I gotta go say goodnight to Adam I gotta go see him so I was like <laughs> at this point I knew you would have been mad if we woke you up I assumed we hadn't woken you up that was my poor judgment call so you clearly were already awake, but I go, oh, I don't know if we should go. I need to go I see was my, awake. I need to go see my Adam. So he starts to go up and that's my when I think I, I heard you make a noise. So I just ran out of there. Yeah. I, I just go, left I the go, crime what? scene. And then I go, guy, and then I go, Jacqueline. And then she's literally <laughs> fucking gallivanting away from me. So then I open the, I literally get out of bed and I go downstairs and I open the door and I go, shut the fuck up. And then all along, <laughs> I was the one screaming. You the were the up. neighbor. You Anyways, guys did quiet down after I We did. We listened. Scorned you. I had a moment going, that was disrespectful. I won't do it again, ma'am. And I retired. <laughs> that was night two. Now, fast forward. Day three. This is your actual birthday. You yes. wake up. You're feeling good. Yeah. We have another wine tour that day. This is also the day the iconic Bevergino TikTok was recorded and Pilot Pete attended Torcella. Where do we begin? Okay. The Bevergino thing, I don't know where it actually like started as an idea. I think we just thought the TikTok was funny. We thought the TikTok was funny. Go watch it if you don't know what we're talking about. But essentially, we it's, can insert it. I'll insert these, it. In yeah, it's like the, right this. Now. Oh, what a lovely evening! I wish my friends were here for a beverageino. Did someone say beverageino? Did someone say beverageino? 
group that sort of started this joke on TikTok where someone's bored and they say, oh, I so wish my friends were here to have a Bevergino, but in like a British accent. And then they no, all collectively. No, you would say a Bevergino. A Bevergino. <laughs> and then they all sort of like jump in and the friends come out of more and more wild places to kind of like surprise the audience. And they all say, did someone say Bevergino? So you can imagine we have a group of 10 people that are inebriated and that are happily cheerleading Beverginos all day long. So we decided to emulate this TikTok and bring it to life in the Torchella spirit that we know TikTok needs. And it felt so right. We, we all had did the it in this church. On. It also just worked because that location had had all those special little spots. Like Oops. someone came out of the confessional. Someone came like you the came tent. out of the you came out of the uh, the sheet. Someone yeah. else came out of the tent. Like there was so, all these little entrances that just worked so well. We did put our own creative flair on it because our resident bartender Mackenzie obviously took one to the mouth. Meaning <laughs> um, they took the beer and they just literally shoved it from into the her pulpit mouth. to the floor. From the pulpit to where the priest stands right from the pul pulpit to the tracheus <laughs> bro you've lost me but yeah esophagus i don't know but anyways so it was a success we thought it would go more viral than honestly it did. i have to say it underperformed and i'm really upset. i know i posted tiktok a few days later no effort took me yeah. one take got like 300,000 views i don't get and it i'm like that wasn't the one that was supposed to go on i know but you can't control it i know it is so weird like that i just but wanted people to the thing is, we thought it was so incredible because it was us, but it and maybe, maybe wasn't it. it. Right? Maybe it just wasn't that good. But then at the same time, it, it made great. me feel like okay about it because I loved it so much. And I feel same, like sometimes content that's created in that in that spirit of like, this was just so fun, then no, you don't even care if it performs because you're like, totally. it was amazing. So even the, a better story, which I feel like I also need to include an insert video of this oh moment God. as well, is Pilot Pete. So listen to this. I will so, tell it from my perspective because okay. I feel like it's shocking. No, you definitely need to share. So let me set the scene a little bit. So another part of Tori's surprise gift from me, Mackenzie, and Megan was we wanted to have this beautiful catered dinner and to really, again, they elevate the experience. Amazing, yeah. So we had this gorgeous, incredible dinner the food was so so good and I was so full that night I feel like I couldn't even like eat as much as I should have the food was so incredible yeah. it was outside like the sun was setting it was just like great vibes all around in the meantime Adam is like scurrying off I knew there was like a bit of a rumor of another surprise happening hmm. but they didn't tell like I knew something was happening but I didn't know what was happening that one really came out of left field for me I'm gonna be honest like yeah. the dinner thing I obviously knew you guys were in charge of so I knew there might something be something was happening, yeah. going on but the the Adam surprise later on was shocking yeah and it was honestly so well done so we basically, after the dinner, Adam goes, everyone come into the house. I have something set up. And then a video starts to play. Okay. Take it away, Tor. So we're all sitting on the couch and the video kind of opens and it's, all these like amazing close friends of mine like Madison was on it my friend June like a lot of people that are like out of the country and like not available to obviously like be with me or like wish me a happy birthday um in any real capacity so it was so sweet and so nice and so thoughtful and Adam edited it all together even I was and, crying yeah it was very emotional like I don't know why but the and it, it was the music it was the soundtrack too, was and the fact that everyone was like talking very like softly and they're like we love you like it was just so nice yeah it was sweet very cute so I'm like literally bawling it's like all my close friends sending me these like love notes basically <laughs> And then all of a sudden, 
it cuts from like one of my really close friends. I'm like wiping my tears. And then this like man appears on the screen. Also for context, Adam tells me right before it starts, he goes, can you record Tori the whole time? Cause like he wants to have his the reaction. Cause he knows there's going to be a oh, big yeah, reaction. You had a camera on me. So I had a camera on Tori the whole time. Right. So then I turn to Jacqueline and I go, who the fuck is that? And then she looks at me and she's like, I don't, I don't know. And at first I was like, okay, wait, is this like one of Adam's like London friends? And I actually forgot that I know him. And like, and I was so confused. What was a little odd is, so yeah, the next person pops up on camera and they're like, Tori, I'm so but sad yeah, she's I acting like there. I knew him. And it, he did almost look familiar, but that's I was what like, saying. It was so I, I didn't weird. know. So that's why I kind of turned to Ken's. I go, who was that? Like assuming it was a friend that right. I just didn't know of yours. Then someone goes, oh, it's Pete. And then one of our friend's boyfriend's names is Pete. So I was like, oh, wait, what? But I was like, that's not, like, I'm so confused. He doesn't look like the same guy that I know. And then all of a sudden someone goes, no, The Bachelor, Peter. And then all I hear in the background is, that's his little brother. <laughs> that's not Pete. It's his little brother. Well, what's even funnier is that. Which Adam on, clearly didn't know. Let me preface that. On the video, Adam's behind you. And he's kind of like, you can tell he's really excited Waiting for, this to for come me on. to get excited. And then you're confused. And he's like. Uh, it's the bachelor but you can tell he says it like with a little bit of like a Hesitation? shaky voice yeah he's at that moment realizing that something is off because you would have known if it well, was exactly. the bachelor so we start like dying of laughter because basically adam has paid for the a cameo but it's the wrong guy like it's just not the bachelor it's so the younger brother his big idea is that he's gonna surprise tori pay for this video yeah oh on cameo because we all obviously love watching the bachelor so thinking yes. that it would be such a sweet surprise but it's turns out guy. he like bought pilot pete's little yeah, brother younger kid, brother like jake but, like, we wouldn't know him like no, that. No, I didn't know who he was. But then it got <laughs> even funnier because then it cuts to the next screen and it's Ed Sheeran. What's up, Tori Webster? First off, awesome last name. I gotta say, I'm not biased or anything, but let's go team web. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who is that? 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 You don't know who that is. Who is who is it? Seems like a great guy. Guy from the Bachelor. That's Pete Webster? Yeah. Pilot Pete. Who is that? Wait, what? Who was that? It looks so different. It's Pilot Pete. It's Pete. Pilot Pete. From the Bachelor. Wait, what? I'm so confused. Who is it? Who is that? Pete from the Bachelor. No, it's Pete's younger brother. Yeah. What does that even mean? Wait, what? Who is it? Pilot Pete's younger brother. How is he in this video? Hey Tori, it's Ed here, and I'm wishing you a happy 24th birthday via video message. And we literally freak out. Everyone starts screaming. We're it like, oh did my god. Look like Ed Sheeran, then all of a sudden, what do we realize? Oh, it's just a doppelganger of Ed Sheeran. So it also the fact that he also chose to get fake that's Ed Sheeran. That's what I'm saying. It's like you got a fake Ed Sheeran and a bachelor who's actually not the bachelor. Like it could not have been funnier. Like it made it even well, better. It's even it was so funny. Better because Adam is such a perfectionist, and you could tell he was kind of upset that he had I screwed know. it up. He thought he got the bachelor, and he but didn't. we got such a good laugh but out it was of it. I so didn't much even better. Care. Yeah, I thought exactly. it was so funny. Well, I was almost expecting when I saw like some of the cameos happening, I was like, oh, maybe he's gonna get like you know how like the vlog squad is on cameos like. Can you yes. Imagine if comes up <gasps> what on if it was? What if it was David? David? Stop. I we talk about die. David. Don't bring too much on Could this podcast. Can you imagine if David did a cameo for me? Oh, Ugh, next time, that. Adam, take notes. But um, no, it was so she iconic. Doesn't listen to this podcast, I can tell you that much. Adam will. We'll I text actually you don't you think know. he's listened to one episode. Oh, that makes me so sad. Whatever. It's actually better. That means I can just say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Anyways, it was so iconic, and it honestly had me 
almost to the point that I was like pee laughing. Like I was laughing funny. so hard. It was just such a roller coaster of emotions. It was. You That's crying, why I was explaining it to, to my friend confused. the other day. I literally said that I was like, it was such a roller coaster of emotions because I went from literally bawling my eyes out to being truly flabbergasted and confused, and then literally dying of laughter. It was the most amazing experience. The most incredible thing I think about Torchella as well is obviously we all like to share and post on social. So I feel like everyone. At least like all of our other extended friends, families, any of our audience members kind of know, like even clients of ours will say, oh, we know you're at Torchella. Torchella like it's such yeah. a branded weekend. But what really took it to the next level was the fact that we had paparazzi yesterday specifically. <laughs> so now we have returned back from Prince Edward County. We're back in Toronto <laughs> living our lives. And everyone that attended obviously got a piece of this lovely custom <laughs> merch DIY by yours truly. And so what happens in our group Torchella text, your sister goes, hey, I just got this message from a friend. No, she I just got this message from my boss. It was her boss? Her boss. And she goes, my boss just sent me a photo of someone sitting in a park which with what looks to be a Torchella sweater, but it's like a paparazzi photo. So like all a of a zoomed sudden, in far away picture of a girl with a pink sweater on very blurry, like low but res. But you can see the back of like the Torchella and we start dying of laughter because it's our friend Mackenzie sitting in the park who's literally gotten like papped. Like she got a photo taken <laughs> of her. I didn't realize it was your sister's boss. Yes. How, like and what? I, that's what I'm saying. Like our just, our brand awareness has just skyrocketed and I couldn't be happier. It's fantastic. That is Next year incredible. we need like some serious sponsors. Like I'm genuinely not kidding. Well, you know, everyone's getting a case of the Torchellas this year. Specifically, speaking of bosses, yeah. someone in particular who will not be named had to call in sick to work. And I'm fucking dead by this story. It's so funny. And now I understand, like, I'm very much so a goody two-shoes and likes to do things by the rules. Like, I get the anxiety of calling it to, like, calling in sick to work when technically you're away at a cottage. The way that I prefaced to this person, I was like, you know what? It's a mental health day. Like, yeah. you deserve, like, sick days are no questions asked. If you have to call in for a sick day, this Didn't is Didn't I literally day. say it's a mental health day? I need to be drunk with my friends at a cottage, which I don't know if that's an acceptable <laughs> I don't know if that, answer, but, but, you know, same, same, right? So this person was getting a little stressed and feeling guilty and ended up messaging the morning of, hey, I'm not feeling too well. I'm going to have to bail. So sorry. Like, can't come into work today. I'm going to use a sick day to, to their boss. Their boss replies, no problem, of course. It's just like, yep, have a good day. Feel better. Like, talk to yeah. you soon. And they were a little stressed about it. I was like, it's tr it's truly okay. Like, everyone does this all the time. Like, it's yeah, going to be this fine. this is normal life. Don't worry. But I also, like, I get it. I empathize. Then, follow up a few days later, when we get back from Torchella... That same boss then replies to this person and goes, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be into work today. I think I got what you had. I'm not going to make it in. Have a good day at I work. I just couldn't. I've caught what you had. First of all, there's a couple of problems. One, we're in Corona work from home. So in what world did I you know, catch what they had? I know, but it's the fact that like in my soul, I want to believe that this boss actually fully knew because of the brand awareness of our weekend and the fact that this person was also caught in other scenarios by other people because mutual friends saw that they were there and there was photos circulating. Like so much yeah. of it was already so public. What could you imagine if the boss actually knew? And I then had it was a case like of jokingly being like, I caught what you had, meaning I'm also going to drink tequila all day today. <laughs> like just undertone, but like that's the truth. Either way, the fact that someone would say, I caught what you had from a work from home situation <laughs> and to when like there's nothing. But that's what I mean. It's so on the nose that makes it maybe makes they were ahead like, of us. It that's was what I mean. Level it was so us. high level. It was it was the joke of I've caught what you had. I'm taking a day off to literally drink my sorrows. Oh, it was too much. I think I had a case of the Torchellas. I ended up leaving. I ended up actually missing it on the 
debatably worst part of the cleanup. I left at like 5 a.m. the morning of. Oh, yeah, I had, had to get back for a work then. thing. And I ended up having an iconic day. I got so much done. But then that's when I realized that my bug bites were next level. And I was probably scratching my legs and taking Benadryl for four days after that. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I so had bad. a case of the Torchellas. I can tell I you mean, that. Yeah, the Torchellas hit us good. Uh, but anyways, um, roses and thorns. Let's dive in. Maybe roses and thorns. Torchella Yeah. Okay. Thorn bug bites. I mean, yeah. Unwell. I, maybe I will just insert a photo. It's so shocking. Like I need, I need actually you guys to empathize with me. It was that bad. A rose is, I mean, I feel like we said this already, but like great vibe. It was really nice having a small group. And again, we're all just such great friends. And I feel lucky that you brought all of us together. Mm -hmm. You're a connector. That's your being. And it really was um, a great little birthday week. Another rose was, oh, Honestly, I would say all of the food, like everyone chefed it up. Yeah. And between the actual chef, the food and, was really good. Yeah, like everyone really stepped up to the plate. We had such a elevated experience as we keep trying to do with Torchella. Totally. And a rosebud something I'm looking forward to is next year. I hear, I mean, pending global pandemic, yeah. Torchella is going international. So. Yeah, that has been the rumor. And I could be aligned 25, halfway halfway to a midlife crisis Woo-hoo! yeah halfway <laughs> to a midlife for sure um yeah that would be hilarious love that what about you what are you um thorn uh i don't i it's so funny like i feel like a weekend like that you would think things would go awry but like nothing went wrong the body pains you for sure had some body oh pains. that would definitely be the thorn you're right after night one just the recovery of the ciroc something about peach ciroc really brings it out of me i don't know what it is the devil inside. I also and don't think anyone else had that. Oh, they absolutely really? did. There oh, were shots I, I going don't think, around. Okay, I just wasn't involved with that. So I was going to say, maybe it was all you. No, no, because oh. I like got excited and then I was like definitely sharing the peach syrup. Okay, but, but something went wrong. It's just next level whenever that happens. It was so funny actually because I was out for dinner last night with Adam and some of his friends and I think I had retold this story like back from Canada Day, but basically on Canada Day, the girls and I ran away from the boys and we like drank a bottle of Ciroc. Yeah. You did tell that story. Um. So, but the thing was that... On Canada Day, we ran away, and then I was with them last night, just like catching up. And they literally, jokingly, were like, "So let's get the girls' bottle of Ciroc tonight. Like, we'll get them loose, and they'll have some fun." So something goes wrong with that. But anyways, um, the, thorn, major, thorn. yeah, major thorn with the peach Ciroc. Rose would just be like the general group. Like, I feel like I'm so blessed to have the most diverse like friend group in terms of like how I've met people in life and it's so crazy that everyone melds together so well like someone that I met through work and then someone that I went to school with and someone I that I like met in my childhood like it's shocking to me that all these people can coexist as like friends that is true just like function as the best like crew ever um and then another rose was I would say like all the wineries, like every other Torcello, we haven't necessarily had like an experience. So I thought it was really fun and like different. I think in a typical year, I would actually not like it because you know, our lifestyles are so busy and we're literally always on the go that it's like exhausting to feel like we have another thing on the itinerary. But because of COVID this year and because so much of our life has been so low key, it was nice to like have an experience and like go out and like, you know, make fun of of the day and like kind of- Well, we said it the whole time. This was like our highlight of the year. We're like, ooh, we're gonna go to a winery. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And then Rosebud, I would say- um, I'm looking forward to, like, the truth of the Torchella brand. Like, I'm so curious to see where this leads. What does that mean? Like, <laughs> like we start selling like, podcasts, where does it go? but it's just Torchella. Like, themed. where does it go from here? Like, I always say to myself, like, I 
you know, I dream big, but then I also just like, I I also, I know what you're thinking, but I dream big, but that's not sort of what I mean. I like, you know, my expectations are so high, but I don't only think them, I make it happen. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, I will put my money where my mouth is and I'll make sure the experience is like fantastic. So you're saying like, you're saying it's going to expand beyond a birthday brand or unclear. The birthday will expand. (laughs) Unclear. Unclear, but I just know that there's something. so many things to come. Okay. And that's that's where I'll leave this episode at. Well, I wish you all a hydrated week. <laughs> I, I wish hope- you all a watery week. <laughs> oh, same. Um, I hope you enjoyed this return. We're going to be back. We're going to, I think we've decided we're going to do six weeks on, four weeks off. So you get a little, get a little Flavor Flav, you get a little taste of us, and then you get a little goodbye. <laughs> do you remember Flavor Flav? Like I. That rolled up the tongue, but I don't know where in my brain that flavor came from. Flavor Flav. How do you not know what is that, that is? Artist? Yeah, like mm. he had the whole show, like love and, wasn't it like love and hip hop? Like there was a whole. Oh, I don't. And he wore the big clocks and he would like have all these women. It was like the original Bachelor. Oh, I'm getting uh, text. Speaking of. We got a dinner to get to. Okay, bye guys. Okay, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you like this mic quality. Can hope you hear you this, this in your ears? ASMR. Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Dora. And this is the end. And of- we will see you next week. Next week. Bye guys. Bye.